All right, brand new Masechta, Masechta Shkolem, Dav Beis. Masechta Shkolem is very unique. Very, very unique, uh, beautiful, interesting Masechta. A couple of things to point out as we start. Um, today's Daf is going to focus on a few things. Ahmed Aleph is going to focus on the... Uh, introduction of Shkalim. When the mitzvah of Shkalim was announced and introduced annually to Klal Yisrael, okay, and you know we're familiar with the machtes shekel, the half shekel, that at times was done to keep a census of Klal Yisrael. The ultimate purpose of a machtes shekel was not for a census. The ultimate purpose, because that. The Machzah Shekel was done annually. It was done every single year. The census was not. What was the purpose of giving the annual Machzah Shekel? To cover the expenses of the Karbonos in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay? That's what the Shkolem were about. That's what the half Shekel was primarily meant for. Now, what we're going to discuss on Amad Aleph is... This annual campaign, when did it happen? Was it like these 48 hours only, you know, all or nothing? Everything's going to be tripled in the next uh, two days of the month of whatever. Or was it people could give whenever they want? So we're going to learn that the months of Adar and Nisan were actually the primary months that people were involved in in uh, the Machzis Hashakel, we're going to learn, um, you know, uh, what the, uh, you know, how this whole thing went down with when the announcements was, when's the reminder happened. Then I'll tell you why this was important, because perhaps, if somebody lives in St. Louis and I wanted to send in the Machzis Hashakel and fulfill my mitzvah, well, it's going to take a lot longer for the for the money to get to the Beis Hamikdash than it will for somebody in Yerushalayim. So maybe out-of-towners need to donate earlier than in-towners. Does it depend on where you live in the world when you give the Machsa Shekel or not? So we're going to get into some very interesting conversations on Ahmed Aleph. Ahmed Bayes, we're going to get into some interesting Agatha Gemaras concerning the Yetzirah. Okay? That's an overview of today's daf, what the conversation and the topic is going to be about. And the reason why we're going to get on to the Yitzhahara is because people have Yitzhahara when it comes to giving, uh, when it comes to giving money and half shekels, half shkola. Okay, that is the daf overview. Now, a general thing to notice as we embark on this new Masechta, which is going to take us just a tad over three weeks to complete. Okay, there's 20, it goes till Dav Chav Beis. So it's actually, it's pretty, it's 21 blot. So it's going to take us about three weeks to complete this Masechta. Yishkolim is written differently than the other Masechtas in Shas. There's no Mishnayis. There's Halachos. The same way Talmud Yerushalmi is written. Okay, so Shkalim is written like a Talmud Yerushalmi. Instead of quoting Mishnayis, it's going to be called Halachos. That's how Talmud Yerushalmi is structured. There's still Gemara, but we'll notice that the wording of a lot of things in Shkalim is is quite different 
than the uh, phrases and the back and forth question answer type of style that we've seen in other mesechtas in shkalim is uh, is quite different. Okay, so we'll we'll get we'll get used to it as we go through uh, as we go through the next three weeks. And one more idea you'll notice on the daf is there's no Rashi and Taisvis. Rashi did not write commentary on Shkalim. Taisvis did not write a commentary on Shkalim. There are other commentaries. It seems the primary commentary, the primary mefirish on Shkalim is called Tiklin Chadatim. Okay, which you'll find on the right, on, on the bottom right of each Amur. You'll see where it says Tiklin Chadatim. Tiklin Chadatim means the new Shekel. Okay, referring to the new a newer commentary on Shkalim, and it's actually written quite recently, in the early 1800s, by a Talmud of the of the Vilna Gaon, by a Talmud of the Gra, and we're going to use Tiklin Chadatim, the um, the the um, style that Tiklin Chadatim uses is quite similar to Rashi's style. Okay, so. Well, that's going to be the primary mafirish that we base ourselves uh, that we base ourselves also uh, off of. Other times, we'll we'll notice the carbon haeda, um, but uh, let's get going. All right. So that's the uh, that's our introduction. Zakt, what we'll call halacha aleph. Interesting expression. The gabar is going to focus on this on the first day of Adar Mashmian. Now, mashmian usually means to hear. The Gemara is going to explain that in the context of this halacha, mashmian means bezdin made heard, meaning they announced it. All right? So on the first day of Adar, the month prior to Nisan, there was an announcement. Everybody, get ready to give your shekel, your chazi shekel to the Beis Hamikdash. You know what else they announced about klayim? The laws of klayim, right? You're not allowed to have seeds with vines growing together. Now, as we know, right now is the budding season, right? There's a mitzvah, birchas ilanos. People make a blessing on a tree in the month of Nisan. This is when things start to bud. So, around the time of Adar and Nisan. They would remind people to refrain from, first of all, planting clium, and if they notice any clium growing in their fields, to pull it out, to get rid of it. So that's on the first day of Adar. On the first day of Adar, they announced, uh, everybody start, uh, get ready to donate to the, chatzit, the half shekel to the base of in the 15th day of Adar, we know what we call Shushan Purim, right? The 15th day of Adar, the walled cities have their have their Megillah. It's very interesting. And it's also the time for the Jewish Bezdin to pass their budget on uh, their, their infrastructure bill. Yeah? For the bridges and the roads, they had to make sure that uh, Klal Yisrael is able to travel. Now, why did they need to make sure that Klal Yisrael is able to travel? So the Tiklin Chadatin writes two reasons. First of all, because Klal Yisrael is about to embark on the Ola Regal. 
everybody is going to get ready to come up to Yerushalayim for Pesach. So you got to make sure the roads are ready for them. An additional reason for fixing up the roads is because people uh, needed to get to, if God forbid, somebody killed unintentionally, they have to get to an ear miklet. So the Jewish nation had to offer roads to the ear miklet. And the halacha is that it's during the month of Adar that Bezdin was obligated to check out the roads and make sure they were all fixed up so that both Ole Regal and people who needed to run to an ear miklat had proper, uh, you know, had their travels prepared for them. But Eisen is called Tzarchi Rabim, and also to take care of all the Tzarchi Rabim. What does that mean, all Tzarchi Rabim? So Tiklin Chadin says, Mefarish Begemara. They also were Mitzayin Sasa Kvaris Vyaitzim. I'm skipped. And also the mikvahs of water. You have to make sure that the mikvahs all were holding the proper measurements of water this one time a year. They would take care of all of the all the needs of the rabbim, which we'll explain. They would mark off the kvaris. Okay? Nowadays, what cemeteries are aware of is that it's supposed to be noticeable where each grave ends, right? Because there's a luck, you're not to let us step over a grave. So, in, uh, you know, for us, we have headstones, and people can basically figure out, you know, the width of the headstone, and then you go a few feet, you know, what is it? Five, six feet, you know, do, you know uh, is, is going to be a cover, is going to be a grave. Back then, and you'll notice this in the cemeteries in Tzfas and in the older cemeteries, they would lay out lime on top of the place where people were buried because lime uh, turns, turns white and it's very noticeable. Um, it's very noticeable to people. So people had to know where Tuma and Tara was, which places were pure. If there, is there somebody buried here? Am I allowed to walk here? Am I not allowed to walk here? That was all handled during the month of Adar. Okay, this is a fascinating halacha. Okay, we'll call Mishnah slash Halacha, in that it's it's giving us a little bit of an insight as to, you know, the the the, the daily livings of the structure of a, of a Jewish society. You know, when they did things. And also, Bezdin would send out inspectors to make sure that people were keeping to the rules of Klayim. I, what's it, your business? So it's very much is our business because if you have people planting in a forbidden way, they may go and sell it out on the kosher market and really it's non-kosher and therefore they had inspectors. So, you know, and over here we have building inspectors. Uh, in their times they had Klayim inspectors. They want to make sure the stuff that you're preparing for society is fit. Okay. That is the end of our first halacha in Meseches Shkal. Kvaldik, Mazel Tov. Here we go. Says the Gemara. Very interesting Gemara. Says the Gemara, why Adar? Is it arbitrary? Did we choose? Yeah, you know, it could have been any other Jewish month of the year, but we're like, you know what? Adar's pretty chilled. We like the sound of it. Why are we doing the, what's with Adar? Particularly for the Machtes Hashekel. Says the Gemara. Here we go. The reason is because Klai Yisrael needs to donate the Shekel in the month of Nisan, the very next month. 
We're going to get into this halacha a little bit later. Be'echad benisam. Get into this halacha a little bit later. Very interesting halacha. And that is as follows. Every year, the Beis HaMikdash needed to replenish their treasury and they only purchased carbonos from that year's donations. Any leftover funds were not used for this year's donations. We'll see what, we'll see what they did with it later. But the halacha was that the, it had to be from this year's campaign. Okay? And since that was done on the first day of Nisan, so on the first day of Adar, 30 days before, people slack off. People need, you know, that same way when people do fundraisers. What do we say? Like we introduced today. 24 hours only, your, your, your donation will be quadrupled, right? If you tell somebody, you know, we need you to donate in nine months. We need the money in nine months. How many people are quick to write a check? Not so fast. All right, I'll send you a check in five months, six months, and then the six months, it's like, oh, I have three more months, right? But apparently the Gemara is telling us if you need the money in 30 days, that's enough. If somebody says, oh, you have one month to pull this together, I'll already start sending my stuff in. I'll start sending in my membership, you know, uh, uh, to the to the base Amikdash. Umar of Shmuel bar of Yitzchak and Shmuel bar of Yitzchak says, Shumas Halishka, Betchila, that Betchilasa, they actually would take the money out of the treasury in the beginning of Nisan, like it says, uh, It was on Rosh Chodesh Nisan that the Mishkan was erected. We learned about this. It was the day that the Mishkan was, was put up. That was when they separated the money for those karbanas. You see from here, when was the money, when was the new money, when, there was, when was that... When did that start being put to use? The first day of Nisan. And therefore, what was our kasha? Why are you announcing Rosh Chodesh Adar? The answer is because usually people want 30 days advance notice to be able to send in, uh, to send in their money. And since we're going to start using the money on the first day of Nisan, so the announcement goes out the first day of Adar, 30 days before. Rav Tebi Tebi and Ravashia say in the name of Ghana, Namar Khan Lechodche, the Namar Lahalon Lechodche. Very interesting. It says by the carbon of Reshchaydesh, it says Lechodche Hashana, okay, that for the month, during the months of the year, the Namar Lahalon Lechodche, Ma Lechodche, Namar Lahalon, Ain Main Alabid Nisan, just like the Chodche, which is said by Yitzias Mitzrayim, we know that which months did we go out? It was, we left the Nisan. So too, the Chodshe that said in Sefer Devarim, when do we start counting the Machsa Shekel in the month of Nisan? The two words. says, Tevi's not taking the Pasuk in context. Because you're not quoting the Pasuk properly. Okay? What he's saying is, that we know, as we explained earlier, every year you had to take new money from uh, that which was donated from this campaign to use for the Karbanais. And when did the new year start as far as that's concerned? The month of Nisan. So just keep it simple. Says the Gemara, one second. By Rosh Chaydesh, listen to this beautiful kasha. By Rosh Chaydesh, what did we say by the Musaf? This is the Musaf you bring... 
it's a communal offering. Zeis Eilas, this is the Eila, the carbon that we're bringing. Chaydesh Bechadshay. Of this month, of its month. One sec. Ask the Gemara. The carbon of Rish Chaydesh. Maybe, since it says, maybe it means you should donate money every month. Instead of having people pay their membership once a year during Adar in order to fill up your treasury in Isan, maybe the Pasuk means every Rosh Chaydesh, the entire Klai Yisrael, writes out an $18 check. Maybe that's what it means. Chaydesh B'chadshoy. In its month, you give a new donation. And maybe the carbon Musaf of Rosh Chaydesh needs to be from fresh funds, not annually, but monthly. That's what I would think. Talmud Laimar comes across the Pasuk and says, meaning, in, in, in its month, one, singular, there's one month that everybody gives for, the enti- for every month of the year. So I would say, okay, so maybe it'd be Nisan, Nisan, how do you know it's got to be the month of Nisan? Oh, that's the Gzera Shava to Yitzias Mitzrayim. Namar Kam Lechadshev, Namar Lalon Lechadshev, it says here Lechadshev, it's Yitzrayim Lechadshev. Ma Lechadshev, Namar Lalon, Imoin El Menisan, just like by Yitzias Mitzrayim, we know that took place in the month of Nisan. Af Lechadshev, Shinamar Kam, so to the Chadshev that it says, by Rosh Chodesh, what's that one month a year that we do, uh, that we that uh, we donate, that is a Minin Ella Minisan, it is in the month of Nisan, period, end of that discussion of the first part of the halach, okay? Mishnah slash halach, okay? So clear. I think so far, I think so far, so good, right? Yeah, we got clarity in this. The Mishnah, uh, the Mishnah taught us it's a very interesting halacha. Halacha number one was to announce the new shekel, the Rosh Chodesh Adar. Our Gemara asks, why Adar? Answer is, and we just proved, because there's going to be one month of the year where all the donations need to come in. What month is that? The month of Nisan, because of Gzera Shava, Lechad I Maybe it means you do monthly? No, because it says Bechad meaning there's one singular month that all donations are given. Okay, fine. That's a quick recap. Now, let's move on to the next part of the Halacha slash Mishnah, and that is... It says on the first day of Adar, Mashmian al Ashkolim. We heard about the Shkolim. Says the Gemara, My Mashmian. What does Mashmian mean? Vuna Amar Machrizin. It means Bezdin announces. Shema literally means to hear. Mashmian means we hear. But what's it referring to? What's the context? Says Ravuna. It means somebody else announces it, so I hear. All right? Kemadatema. The same way you find it says there's a pasuk There was a Yehuda in Yerushalayim. There was a voice that went out in Yerushalayim, and that uh, that was referring to the machtzeh sashaka. So you see that uh, you know when was it put on uh, you know the daily news that uh, all Jews it's time to pay your membership and you have shekel to the base of mikdash. It was done on Rish Chaydash Nisan. They would go to all the shuls. All right. Tamataninon, this is one of the new fascinating words that are Yerushalmi expressions, all right, which we don't find really in other Masechtas and Shas. Tamataninon is, is like kind of the same as Tanan Hasam. We learned elsewhere. 
All right, we learned in a we learned in a mission elsewhere. Here it's Tamon Tanina. Oh wait. There's no difference between any halacha. Fascinating. Says the Mishnah. Any halacha that applies in other Rishon applies in other Rishon. The only difference is for reading of the Megillah, Matanas That's only done in one of the others. All the other mitzvahs, Mishlayach Manais, you got to give on the 14th day of other Aleph and the 14th day of other base. That's the Mishnah holds, all right? I'll tell you, I'll tell you um, uh, another difference in Adarish and Adarshani, and that is, we know at the beginning of Adar, we learned in our halacha, that you announce Klayim and half shekel. That they would only do on one of the others, which is Adar Beis, right? The Adar closer to Nisan, it will give me 30 days advance notice. That's another difference in Adarish, Adar Alf and Adar Beis. Um, they say that um, that uh, the Megillah is always read on the 14th day of Adar. Okay? And um, if you're going to extend to an Adar base, you already fulfilled your mitzvah and he holds there's no reason to even, there's no obligation to read the Megillah again in Adar Beis. That's his opinion. Amar Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi says, Vyaos, you're right, or actually Vyaos means uh, truthfully. Um, Why do we say that the Bezdin announces the Shkalim in the Rosh Chodesh on Rosh Chodesh Adar? Isn't it just to give us 30 days heads up. Like, hey, everybody, get your money in. You're going to have to get this in by Rosh Chodesh Nisan. That's the reason, right? And therefore, if you're going to say that they would make an announcement two months before Nisan, because you're doing it other Aleph also, so now you're going to have 60 days. And wouldn't they say that you got to go out to the fields and check the climb? Isn't it because how can you check for climb? You see things starting to grow. And if you're going to say that they announced this 60 days before Nisan in Adarishan, the problem is going to be that the plants aren't going to have grown enough to even know whether there is climb. So what's the point of Bezdin sending out their inspectors? Rav Rav Chizkiah uh, asks Ashayla Me'ata, now that we said that Klayim and Machtis Ashekel were only done by Adar Beis, so it gives us 30 days, and not in Adar Aleph, which is 60 days prior, now that we said that, B'nei Baba Mashmin Shel It's going to come out that uh, the people of Babel, who, like, the, like we explained in, in the introduction, people living in St. Louis, or Babel, Iraq, they're very far from Eretz Yisrael. Maybe we should announce in Iraq, in Babel, or we should announce in Australia, five months before Nisan, hey, get your Machtis HaShekel in, because the USPS is quite slow nowadays. Right? It shouldn't be dependent on 30 days. It should depend on how far you are and how much time it takes to get in. Like it is, by Nisan. 
This way, we should announce the beginning of the winter. Why? This way, everybody could get their money in by Nisan. Hosev Ravula, Kameda Ravmana Ravula, uh, argues on this, and he said in front of Ravmana, no, that's a mistake. Because Vatanina, we learned in a mission of Bishlaisha Prakam Alishka, there were three times during the year where they would take money out of the treasury of the Beis Hamikdash and show Klal Yisrael how they were using the money. Befraisa Pesach, 15 days before Pesach, Befraisa Tzeres, 15 days before Shavuos, Befraisa Chag, 15 days before Sukkot. So, now, the reason why they would do that, says the Gemara, Omar Lei, Laya Yomer, Elon the Krev, Befraisa Pesach, Elon the Rechaikas, Befraisa Tzeres, Elon the Rechaikin, Minhais, Okay, what happened was, is that actually, when they were take the money out of the treasury in order to purchase the carbon oilas, the carbonites, it's not because uh, it, the money was actually taken out, at, uh, it, it's not because the money was actually taken all out at, at uh, one time, rather, it was, it, it was taken out at three different times, okay? Now, here's the deal, here's the response, and here's the question. According to you, who says that the the mashmiim, the announcement of the bezdin, should take place in Iraq and Australia uh, either three months before Nissan or five months before Nissan, why did they take out the money at three different time periods? Anyway, here's the chap. You ready for this? Here's the catch of this of these last few lines. If the goal is, let me start. I'm going to start this thought again. If the goal is to take all the money out on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, it makes sense that on how, depending on how far away you live, that's how early you got to get your donation in. Because it could take time to come before Rosh Nisan. But if the money anyway was taken out of the treasury at three different time periods during the year, why do the people in Iraq need an earlier, need an earlier announcement? Let them announce also on Rosh Chodesh Adar. And if the money comes late, no. So we'll announce uh, anyway we're, we're, we're pulling it out of the treasury before Shavuos or before Sukkot. It's a big deal. Why do you got to move it ahead of time? Right? I get the kasha. So you see from here, if everybody's getting the announced, if, if uh, you, you see from here that uh, the, the announcement taka happened that one time for everybody. Says the Gemara, and now we turn. Two, Amud, Bezok, the Gemara, Amar Lei, Rav Mana responded, Kula, Ka'achas, Hiba'a. No, there's no question. Real, because really what happened was like this. They didn't take out the money from the treasury because they used it at different times. No, that's not what's going on. Really, all the money had to hit the treasury by the first day of Nisan. So what's with them opening it up before, Nisa, before Pesach, before Shavuos, before Sukkot? What's that about? That's a Gemara, beautiful idea. Very beautiful idea, very important message as well. And that is, what are they, what are they, why are they handling the treasury during these three times? It was PR. When somebody makes a donation, when somebody donates to the Beis HaMikdash, it is inspiring to see what they're doing with your money. You'd, you'd make a donation to an organization. The organization says, hey, by the way, for $50. With this $50, you paid for three meals for uh, a, a family of three for Shabbos. That's very meaningful to somebody. 
as opposed to just forking over 50 bucks. So says the Gemara, when people would be Ola Rego, and people would come to the base on Mikdash, we always made sure to show them, you know what your half shekel did? Look, this is, we're going to be purchasing the carbonus, so on and so forth. It's the public relations part to inspire Klaizol, but, but the money was still all donated on Rish Chedesh Nisan. We just opened up the treasury to let people know what's going on. Period. End of that discussion. And now we get onto some very interesting Agatha Gemara's because we just mentioned that it's important for, to, to get into people's minds and that they, they understand what they're accomplishing with their mitzvahs. If they don't see exactly what their machzis hashekel is doing and what it's accomplishing, so the Yetzirah might get to them and maybe they won't want to give next year. All right? So with that being the case, we now get into some interesting Agatha Gemara's Zokt, the Gemara, Rav Yehuda Barpazi, we're now on the second line of Daf Bez Omud Bez in Shkola. Rav Yehuda Barpazi, B'Shem Rabbi, Rav Yehuda Barpazi, that's the name of Rabbi. You know, you, in regular, notice, in regular Gemara, it would say, Rav Yehuda Barpazi, B'Shem Rabbi, Omar. Or, Omar of Pazi, B'Shem Rabbi. Right here, like, we leave out the word Omar. It's just, that's a, this is the style of Yerushalmi. Rav Yehuda Barpazi, B'Shem Rabbi. Heinrich Rabbi Nivas. How can you read some psukim and not be afraid? Taiva, listen to this. Klal Yisrael were asked to build the Mishkan. Did we give? Yeah. Kol Nidiv Lev. But guess who gave? Anybody who uh, had a Nidiv Lev. Anybody who was generous. Anybody who was good-hearted, kind, giving. Lera'a, but when it came to donating to this golden calf, to the Chet Egel. By Yisparku Kol Ha'am. The entire nation gave. How can you not read this Pesach and shake in your pants? Says Rev Yehuda Barpazi B'Shem Reb. When it came to giving to good, all of a sudden it's like, what are you using the money for? Where is the money going? How do another guy's really poor? What's your school doing? What's happening there? Rebbe, we have all our questions. We got to know. All of a sudden, it comes $20 to pay for a forbidden movie. You don't get, what are you going to do with my money? If I pay you $20 for this movie, really? You're going to spend it wisely? Nobody does that. It's like, hey, give me my movie. I'll give you $10. I want the. We're... Why all of a sudden are we so concerned when it comes to mitzvahs what the next guy is doing with my money? Right? We don't ask the guy in schnooks, hey, what do you know my money? Because I want to buy a Snapple. That's why. So I don't care what you're going to do with my money. I'm going to do, oh, if, if you're not going to use it wisely, then I don't want this. Uh, you know, I don't want this. If you're not going to use it wisely, I don't want the mitzvah. What are we doing? Says Mishim, you been Pazi. Think about this and make you shake a little bit. And how do you see this? Letoiva, when it comes to giving to good, by Yetzi Maisha, so Maisha brought the people to build the Mishkan. But Lera, when it came to doing bad, what happened was, they all came to Maisha on their own. He didn't have to push them to do it. The taiva. Also, when it comes to uh, doing good, it says, Oz Yashir Maishu Bnei Yisrael. Maishu Bnei Yisrael saying, after we crossed through the Yamsuf. L'ra'ah, but when it came to bad things, when it came to, which uh, over here it's referring to the Meraglim. Meraglim came back from Eretzol and spoke Lashon Hara. Batisa Kol Ha'eda. Everybody immediately, oh, there's a total uproar. Total uproar. Meaning, when it came to sing to Hashem, 
we had to be a little inspired. Oh, then we had to be inspired to do it. Oh, there's a nigga, there's a kums that's going on here, let's join in. But when it came to the Miraglim, we, our, our emotions were unbridled. Okay? Which is a very, very... This discussion, we're going to keep on this a little bit, this Agarita. What's so beautiful about this is that we see the importance of emotions. Emotions are good. But we got to be consistent and honest with how they're expressed. Amrav Chiyobar Rav. Chiyobar says, Ochin Ashkim Ushchisu. Tzefanya gave, is a positive Tzefanya, she gave Teichacha, Tekla Yisrael. They woke up early, they did Averis, Rizimakdim and Lemitzit Vachol. Right, we know that usually we're supposed to get up and uh, do mitzvahs. However, yeah, when it comes to averas, we wake up a lot earlier. Person has an avera to do, ah, wake up a lot earlier for something. Now we know this applies even when it's not an avera, right? I remember there's a story told over, and I, I forget the details on the name, but basically, there was a bacher in yeshiva who. Uh, it was the morning to fly out for Bein Azmanim. This, this guy chronically did not wake up for chakras. So he, he booked an early morning flight out for 6 a.m., whatever it was. And the Misa, he overslept. And he missed his flight back home for Bein Azmanim. And he was, like, beside himself. And his Rashiva told him, he said, you might be angry now, but I'll tell you in Shemayim, now you have a Teretz. Now you have a Teretz. You know, they're going to say, why do I go for chakras? You say, listen, I even missed my flight. You know, otherwise, they're going to look at you, they're going to say, listen, to make a flight, you're fine. You wake up three hours beforehand. To make a bracha, you'll do it in three hours. You know, say, at least now, don't worry, you look at the bright side over here. Yeah, you have a little bit of an excuse for yourself. Okay. Klal Yisrael is way too confusing. We can't figure out Klal Yisrael. Says Ravaba Baracha. Listen to this. It's so gishmak. You know why Klal Yisrael is confusing? Because they're schizophrenic. They donate their money to the Mishkan and they donate their money to the Ego. We can't figure these people out. They can't make up their minds. Listen to this. Says the Gemara, wrong. Says you should make up uh, the the cover of the aron should be totally gold. It's not schizophrenic. You know what it's called? It's called growth. Just because I donated to the eagle and then I donated to the mishkan doesn't mean I'm a hypocrite. It doesn't mean I'm two faced. You know what it means? Maybe it means I donated to the eagle and then I changed my mind. I regretted it, and therefore the same gold that I gave to the eagle, I want to be mekadeshit. I want to sanctify it and now use it for something holy. Sometimes we're better than we think. He says, I can't figure out Kal Yisrael. They're donating to Rishas. They're donating to Titkas. Who are these people? Is that the Gemara? Yeah, they're normal. That's how people are. We slip, but if we're looking to grow, the same gold that we gave to the ego, we'll give right back to, uh, to perform mitzvahs. There's three trumas that are said in this parsha of Machzis Hashekel. 
Shumas Adonim, they don't need it for the Adonim, the Sakat, Shumas Shkolim, the Shumas of Shkolim for the Karbanais, Uchumas Mishkan, and the Shumas for the Mishkan. Dabro Benesov Yechudi Shumas, Uchumas Adonim. That was referring to donating for the Sakats. May is called the Shayat Venali Butila Shumas, Uchumas Shkolim. That's the donate for the sacrifice, for the Karbanais. So I said Shumas Shatikumitam, and this is the Shumas you should take for them. Zu Shumas Amishkan, this is referring to the Shumas. Of the Mishkan. Chumas Mishkan. The Mishkan, the Chuma, the Mishkan were used for the actual building and the upkeep of the Mishkan. Ma Sheyirtsu Yavu. And that one was no set amount. Whatever people wanted to donate for the actual building, they were allowed to donate. Chuma Shkolm, the carbon, when it came to the giving of the Chuma for the sacrifice, so Ma Sheyirtsu Yavu Avol Yad Kulon Shove. Okay? Everybody has to give the same amount. Nobody was allowed to give more, and nobody was allowed to give less. That's it. Nobody's playing a bigger role in the carbonus. Shumas Adonim, La Adonim, and the rule there was Ha'asher Layarbe, Vahadal Layamit. Okay? Oh, so actually, I'm sorry. Actually, the giving of the Chuma for the carbonus was allowed to also be given, didn't have to be a half shekel, but everybody had to give the same. If everybody agreed to give a whole shekel, they were permitted to do so. But the Chuma Ladonim, that was a straight half shekel, and there was no playing around with that. So Amar of Avin, Rav Avin says, Apa Parsha Zeis Nemer Boshloish Trumais, Machtes Hashekel Chuma Lashem, Yitin Chumas Hashem, and Lasseis as Chumas Hashem. Again, we find these three expressions of Chuma, period, and of that piece of Gemara. Okay. The next halacha that we learned on Beis Amad Aleph was We said on the fifteenth day of Adar, they would read the Megillah in in the Krachim, in the walled cities, is which is what we call uh, Shusham Purim. Okay, so what we're going to do now for the second half of Beis Amad Beis, and this well, Mirsham gets to the top line of Gimel Amad Aleph. There's the two dots there. What we're going to do now is discuss the Adar Rishon and Adar Sheni difference. All right, so here we go. Like a number of Chabai Bravunavarav, Vishem of Yavarabba, Hakal Yaitz and Barba Osar, Shoes Mankriyas. I don't understand. Eve, he asked, the Gemara is asking Akasha, how can you tell me that the people in the walled cities read Megillah on the 15th? It's not true. Didn't we learn that even if you have Purim on the 15th day of Adar, the Megillah should still be read on the 14th day of Nisan, even if you're inside of a walled city? Says Gemara, Loiba, Alamethosh, Kalam, Mitzvah, Nagas, Badar Shani. He says, no, really, there's no contradiction over here. And what's happening is like this. If a person lives in a walled city, Tzfas, Yerushalayim, okay, and they hear the Megillah on the 14th day of Adar, they get their mitzvah. Aye, so why does our Mishnah say on the 15th day of Adar? Ain't To tell me, that it's not Nayeg in uh, only in Adar Rishon, meaning all the mitzvahs that are already done, uh, that, that are supposed to be done on Shushan Purim, that needs to be done in the second Adar, and it doesn't necessarily include the Megillah. Rabbi Yaisi, Rav Acha, Havan Yasvin, Rabbi Yaisa, and Rav Acha were sitting. Um, Rabbi Yaisi, Rav Acha, Rabbi Yaisa says to Rav Acha, there's a little change over here in the Gears. Um, well, well, we'll read it through. There is a change in Gears, but we'll read it through anyway, even though uh, it, it's not going to make much sense over here. 
But he says, Lymestavra Ella Lisha Ovar. Okay? Meaning, it doesn't make sense to say that we're speaking about the month of Adar that already passed, and we're not speaking about this month of Adar. If a person already got, in other words, what we're discussing is like this. Let's put ourselves to the perspective. We're in the month of Adar. It's the 29th day of Adar. Bezdin now chooses. Now, if we're on the 29th day of Adar, did we hear Megillah two weeks ago? Yeah. Did we give him those of two weeks ago? Yeah. And now Bezdin all of a sudden decides there's going to be an Adar Shani. So then now a second Adar. You got to do it all over? You got to do it all over? What happens if Bezdin already inspected their roads? Everybody, sometimes they don't establish Adar Shani until the end of Adar Rishon. Okay? What's going to be the Chiddush? So he says, Rav Chalva is teaching us that if a person already fulfilled their mitzvah of Adar Rishon, and later on they made an Adar Shani, if you got your mitzvah of Megillah, you do not need to hear the Megillah again on the 15th day of, uh, on the 50th day, because you're already Yaitzay on the 4th day. Vatani, but we learned that the a place where, uh, if you have a place where the minute gets to hear it on the 14th and 15th day of Adar. Now, why would they do this? Uh, various reasons. Either they're not sure if they're too close to the city, uh, a walled city, far away, are they considered a walled city or not? So then they taka, read the Megillah on two days. You see, clearly, you have scenarios and situations where people hear the Megillah twice. Omar Lei, Ofanan Savarke. says, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. That much I would agree. When you have a something of a city, I agree with that. But that's not what I'm referring to. Omar of Munner of Munner says, the Yaos and he's right, if you have somebody who hears the Megillah on the 14th day of Adar, and he didn't end up hearing the Megillah on the 15th day because he heard it yesterday, Shema uh, Shaimanla, you're going to say, oh, uh, maybe we should say it's okay, you know, okay, you heard your Megillah and you're good. If you're going to say that, you're going to start messing things up. You're going to have people live in a walled city. It's like, you know, mask or no mask. Yeah, you wear a mask and not. Well, I'm, a, I'm vaccinated, so I don't know, right? You might be able to pull it off, but you gotta. everything needs to be spelled out and articulated and clear. What happens if you have a, a, a shul in a walled city where it comes time for Megillah reading, half the place walks out. Hey, guys, where are you going? Eh, we were out of town yesterday, so we don't need to hear it. We heard the Megillah on the 14th day. Eh. It's going to cause the Megillah of the 15th to be uprooted. And therefore, we're actually going to hold that even if you heard it on the 14th, you should hear it again on the 15th. Tani, we learned, Rav Shem Gamliel says, Mitzvah Sanai guys Adar Shani, any mitzvahs that take place during Adar Shani, okay, Megillah, so on and so forth, you don't need to hear it in other region. They apply both in other region and in other sheni. Um, that both on Adar, uh, both on Purim and Shushan Purim, um, you're not allowed to fast in other region and other sheni. You're also not allowed to give a hespit on Shushan Purim Aleph and Shushan Purim Sheni. 
Rabbi Barab Yermia Bishem Rab Rabbi Simai Bishem Bishu Ben Levi Halacha of Shemeng Ali Pazing of Shemeng Gamliel Ravuna Rabbi the Tzipar Nama Ravuna from the city of Tzipar he says Hinik Rabbi Chanina be Tzipar and Gadol of Shemeng Gamliel Rabbi Chanina Paskind that the Minog should become like Rabbi Shemeng Gamliel Layamar Ela Hinik Halachalai says that he said that should be the Minog like that's what you should do. This that you should do it doesn't necessarily mean. That that's the halacha. Okay? Something's a minuk, fine. Now you're supposed to do a minuk. But there's a different, you have to know. When you teach something, when you learn something, what's a minuk and what is the halacha? Avol Indian shtares, when it comes to uh, writing on documents, this is very, very interesting. Kaisvin Adar If you're writing a star, a document in Adar Aleph, you should write, if you have two others, which one's called Adar, and which one's called Adar Rishain or Adar Shani? How do you write things? So, on a document, Kaisvin Adar Rishain. If a document is being written in the first Adar, you have to write Adar Rishain, the Adar Shani Stam. Then, when you get to the second Adar, all you have to write is in the month of Adar, Tavshin Pei. You don't have to write Adar Shani. You write. Adarisha in the first month, the second month gets a plain other. Rebuda says, no. Adarisha in Stam. If you're writing a document in Adarisha, all you need to write is Adar. And if you're writing in Adarshani, that's what needs the special mention. Adarshani, Tanyon. And Adarshani has to be uh, spelled out and pronounced uh, and mentioned that this document was written during Adarshani. And we will hold it here for this evening. And Bez Hashem pick up tomorrow evening at 6 p.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful night.